I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Today on the show, we welcome the biggest cat lover within the MVP community. That's Dynamics CRM Cat or Sarah. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and pronounce her last name. She's an MVP for the last two years. She works out of London. Take a listen, tell me what you think, leave feedback on NZ365Guy for show notes, anything we discuss, links to a book, that type of thing. Check out NZ365Guy.com forward slash 45. Now, let's hear from Sarah. I'm here with Sarah. Sarah, tell us about Sarah. Like, how did you get into this game? What have you been doing? What are you up to? Oh, gosh. You know, those questions are so hard because, like, I kind of anticipated this question because my mind always goes blank. So I don't know about other people, but some people are just absolutely amazing at doing elevator pitches. But I am i wouldn't say I'm amazing at it. Um, so so let's just give you a little bit of a, a kind of a one-liner about who I am at the moment. <laughs> who I am at the moment. Yeah, at the moment. Great. I like it. <laughs> yeah, like kind of what persona I've got. It's like I'm a user story or something, yeah. right? Con- evolving yeah for sure I, li- I like the way you put that actually it was much better than me um so i'm so critchy so at the moment i work um i have a background in consulting but i currently work in, in research and development at the moment for i work quite um quite extensively in the in the microsoft partner space and um at the moment i'm looking at kind of like looking at uh, doing industry solutions and um working on a lot of proof of concepts and actually like relationship building so i i often um connect the dots between clients get people talking um a lot of it's about like new features upgrades and and all of those all of those things that really delivery like delivery teams don't get time to do delivery teams are you know are so focused on delivering a, uh, a project they often don't get time to do some of the cool stuff which is which is really really disappointing um for them so getting them on board um doing like kind of creating virtual teams and stuff is kind of what i do um how did i get into it wow um that's like kind of i mean you know i talk a lot right and you said that we only have 30 minutes <laughs> so um well i so i used to be a travel agent right so you kind of might be and also i used to work in the call center so um it's you know after i did criminology i've got my background in criminology so um i i literally fell into this so um I think it was just lucky that when I first uh, kind of really I really wanted to get into tech but I've almost no background in tech I mean my background is in like social care and social work and um and very much so that health space so um you know going into um kind of the workplace after university I was just bored I was just my brain is just so active it's thinking all the time um so I wanted to do I wanted to kind of get into tech but I had absolutely no qualifications no experience in it so you know a lot of people can probably empathize with that scenario and it's what a lot of people are actually in um and I think that I wanted to take the leap to kind of try to formalize that so I started my master's degree in computer science on the side so I was currently doing my um 
uh, just kind of I want to say crappy job I don't mean it in that way I give you know 100% respect to people who do that um just it wasn't right for me um so I was kind of you know doing a full-time job as well as doing my studies but then I was lucky enough to get a position for a trainee trainee test analyst trainee QA mm-hmm. analyst so that partner was actually did did Navision and did Dynamics 365 or CRM as it was known so I was just so lucky that I kind of fell into that company and then it kind of went from there really my brain was just like so happy and then it kind of picked you know I remember having that uh, funnily enough I remember going back on going back to work uh, sorry going back home and thinking Sarah like what do you want to specialize in do you want to specialize in Navision or Nav or do you want to do CRM and I remember just loving the fact that CRM um, like Dynamics is so .NET based it's really grounded in some quite well-known technologies and that was the biggest thing for me so I invested then all of my spare time into learning learning CRM on the side of then doing my other job and doing my master's degree at the same time and that's really how it started and I don't think I've stopped doing that kind of stuff. Wow man full-on full-on so anyhow do you know how to uh, hide the bodies? (laughs) Yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you study criminology, I assume I assume you know how to get away with crime. That's, that's more forensic science. So, um, that <laughs> criminology. So criminology was awesome, actually. Um, but it was in, interestingly, it was just when um, you know, the whole kind of cybercrime piece and stuff like that was all coming out. Um, so it wasn't too uh, it wasn't too tech focused. It was a little bit, but I did a lot of my specialization in kind of culture as a crime and very much so that like kind of society and um. Uh, and social research side of things, which is actually a little bit of what I do um, for some of the volunteering I do in the community at the moment. Okay, so I think we need to kind of um, call out the elephant in the room, and uh, that's about cats. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got a you've got a Twitter handle CRM cat. Tell us about cats, so we can just kind of get that get out on out, the table get it quickly. Out the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I don't mention it in like kind of 20 minutes and I just don't stop talking, right? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just... Okay, I mean, that's enough. No, sorry, carry on, carry on. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to you, you know that, right? I'll yeah, just yeah, carry on, carry continue on. Continue chatting. Um, yeah, I think I. it was interesting that you mentioned this because I was going through um, one of my... I have quite a few like note-taking apps on my phone and one of them is Google Notes. And I, I just signed into an old Google Note account and I actually found one of my notes. I don't know if other people do this. I do this a lot you find notes from like five or six years ago and like it's amazing because it's like a different person that's written the note and I found the note where I was brainstorming handles for my for my blog <laughs> and, and CRM cat was like second to bottom is that <laughs> so, right yeah for sure like there was those random crappy ones um <laughs> But, um, it was just it's funny you mentioned that actually but I love finding like old notes like that especially like I you know I do write a lot of lists and kind of goal lists and it's great to just check in and find them and say oh hey did I did I actually meet those goals and sometimes you do realize how insignificant some of the goals are and, and how significant others are so when you do that but to uh, talk about cats I mean I wanted, um, I think I don't like, um, I don't like my last name because people find it hard to pronounce and spell. Um, so I didn't want it to be some, and Sarah's quite a generic name. I'm so jealous of people that have got, um, like really nice names. You should try Mark. You should try Mark. If you want, if you want, if you want a plain name, 
This girl with Mark and a last name like Smith. Wow. <laughs> true, but then people know how to spell Smith, right? Yeah, true. So people, so no, they don't. Some people don't. That. Are you serious? Really? Uh, is that a Y T H or you know? Yeah. No way. That is that is. I I have a new new kind of respect for that because I'm always like, oh, um, you know, I really want a kind of a normal name that people kind of don't spell, especially on the phone. So sometimes my accent comes a little bit out, like my northern accent. Sounds and, a bit sweary, eh? Your last yeah, name. Yeah, just a little bit, right? <laughs> well, that's funny because it's when I was in. Nashville last year um Tony um mentioned my name but on the stage but it was like slightly wrong and Clarissa had a right laugh with him about it because like kind of the way I normally say it is you know it's like bitch right so you've just got to pronounce it like bitch but put the c on the end um and it's easy then it's easy and then you know how but I do find you know I mean I struggle with people's surnames sometimes but it's always nice to correct people um but yeah look <laughs> I told you I'd chat a lot right um so um yeah I kind of didn't want my name I love cats so I kind of thought oh wow and obviously this was back in the days when it was CRM um so I kind of thought oh that would be nice and just like anyone else the handle was available so I just took it <laughs> so because my blog is completely different so I've actually got um I've just not got around to it um I need to change my my actual domain name of my my blog and to try to do a consistent brand and something I've just not got not got around yeah, to it's, it. it's a good idea it makes you quite findable um so so I just noticed you have a pinned tweet and that pinned tweet is a, a infographic um, to familiarize, familiarize yourself with Process Designer. Now, that's very nice, but I want to know what app you use to create that infographic. I used Photoshop on my Surface, so um, that yeah, was but with a sketchy type tool or something, or did you with, hand just sketch with it? The surface Pen, yeah, just hand sketched it. I hand sketched that. So top notch. Um, I thought it was something uh, like you know Microsoft used to have a product product called. I must say it was called Blend, but I can't remember if that was its name. And it allowed you to create user interfaces with a sketchy type of effect, like it, it was like you were hand sketching. And so I, cre I created a whole UI uh, for Dynamics, it would have been CRM days, because I, I originally created the original Visio stencils for doing mock-ups um, around UI. This is way, way back. That's pretty cool. I love Visio. I love yeah, but stuff. but that tool was so cool. But I just I don't know if you can get it from Microsoft anymore. As a note, the beauty is behind the scenes. It wrote XAML code, which um, the intention was that we could ultimately inject Dynamics, um, so you could just sketch up a user interface and then it would just build the entities, fields, and label them the whole lot behind the scenes just from sketch out how you wanted the interface to be laid out that's really interesting but that was quite useful for doing because interfaces are so important for like kind of um showing people how the how their experience is going to be i'm quite a big big advocate of user experience and also playing things through and you know giving people the hands-on experience so things like that are actually so important um and also instigate change when we're doing like consulting and doing workshops so like, i'm gonna have to catch up separately about that <laughs> I wanna, I, even if it's so old like i love stuff like that and um i met i'm terrible with names and hopefully he doesn't listen to listen to this and um kind of <laughs> get moody at me but I met one of the UK Visio MVPs and I was just like in awe I was like oh my god I, I would love to be a Visio MVP that is like I need to do more work on Visio because you can do some really cool stuff in Visio actually really cool you can automate it you can do and I saw that you can do the flow there's the new feature for the flow stuff in Visio I've just downloaded um, uh, Visio tonight as in because we're recording this tonight um I just downloaded it because I got to do a bunch of work in it myself it's, it's always been a good tool 
That's amazing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play with it. So, um, but yes, yeah, so awesome. You thought that that was a tool. So that was that was one of the first. Um, it was just when I just got my Surface actually. So I was like playing around with the pen, and um, I do. I to be fair, I need to probably do more of those. Just they're so time consuming. So like, kind of that took me a couple of nights to do. Um, I mean, that's normally like a, a blog post and a half or something. Um, so they are. Um, and it's interesting that 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 was done so long ago. But the business process designer is actually something that's become quite prevalent in Dynamics 365. So I'm glad that 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 is one of the reasons why I think that I've I've pinned it. I am quite proud of it in terms of that it's quite lasting. It's quite hard to do things that are quite lasting and and aren't changing in in our space so much. And um, people found it really useful. Um, but I would love to do more interaction stuff. I did used to do um, a couple of gifts and stuff like that, um, but they weren't because I used to actually hand draw with a sharpie first. So before I got my surface, I would get a sharpie, hand draw it, take a photo. This is so like long winded. Take a photo of it. Then uh, send it to me um, and then um, I would normally mix it around in Illustrator and Photoshop until I got the kind of like the right kind of normally I'd like you know cut it all out make it transparent do all that kind of stuff and then put them in but drawing straight on the surface is so quick so so much quicker. I'm impressed because you obviously got some very good artistic skills there and just you know the way you've done your you know cut copy paste icons camera that type of thing. That was the most difficult, actually. Like actual text is the most difficult to get right. Um, so that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that you like it. I'm impressed. And uh, yeah, that product. I just quickly looked it up. It was Microsoft Blends, and they had a part of it, or Expressions Blend, and it had Sketchflow in it. And it just honestly, your UI that you've created there looks just like. Um, expressions blend yeah google at some point and you'll see kind I of what totally i mean gonna, that's, that's my my stuff i'm gonna do tonight so who's the favorite dude in your life <laughs> so that is joe so that is he's he does automation testing so we are actually both in obviously working in tech so um and we got we got married uh last year actually it's always like kind of weird because we've been we've been um together for over 10 years so um when you kind of get to that amount it just kind of blurs into <laughs> blurs into just a bunch of time um so yeah it's quite cool that we we're both quite passionate about tech it doesn't always help our bank balance that we're both quite quite technology focused unfortunately but it's cool. He's a cool guy. I've met him. I've been, uh, we've spent a, a day or so up at, uh, where is it? It's Cambridge is where you're based, isn't it? Very nice. A lot of fun. And yeah, top, top bloke. So moving on, um, what are you doing when you're not doing um, dynamics type stuff? Oh wow, that's difficult because I do I do that a lot. Like sometimes it makes me sound quite like I've not really got much of a life um, because I love um, one of the reasons that I I've I've been privileged enough to become an MVP and all that kind of stuff is because I love blogging. So um, I love writing and um, but. I'll probably say if I'm not doing anything to do with that. So, you know, the, the precursors, I do do a lot of that stuff. I, you know, blogging and all that kind of piece, just as you know, is done all in our spare time. And um, I read a lot. So I, and I love going to like bookshops, libraries. And uh, recently, so I just had a holiday in the US and uh, hiking has become like one of my massive passions. So I went to Yosemite and um, it was just amazing. Actually, I actually tried to do a bit of a digital detox, um, which I would 100% recommend if you can, if anyone can try and do one. Um, you know, in, in the in nature is probably the best thing. Um, so yeah, it was just awesome. Wanted to see a bear, but didn't manage to see a bear. I mean, I'm always trying to Julie yak. Yeah, about you need the to go bears. to Julie X place because <laughs> she just sent me a, a, a screenshot the other day. Sorry, I was a mountain cat, but she's definitely showing me uh, bears. Um, oh my gosh! Well, there's one in her, her like yard, like kind of when I was at MVP Summit this year. Like there was just one in a yard, and I remember showing Joey, and like we were just in awe. Like it's absolutely like in the UK. You 
you just don't get any of that kind of stuff. I mean, from a safety element, that's great. You know, we don't have to worry about kind of getting eaten and stuff. Um, but there is something wonderful about being in nature. Like we saw baby deer and, you know, just just being um, so high up and stuff. It really does put things into perspective and just makes – it's difficult being in technology, actually, because we're so bombarded with so much, so much tech stuff, so much information and data. It is really hard for our brains to cope. Um, so to be able to get that get that kind of time off is quite quite important. Yeah, I'm, I'm advocating for a digital twin. Oh, so you're not talking about the new Azure digital twins, right? No, I wasn't talking about <laughs> No, so I've got this concept that I just want a full replication of all my data in AI, um, and that's my personal assistant. So if I go, oh, I'm thinking of going to Amsterdam next week, that's all I need to say, which I am actually going to Amsterdam next week, top of mind. So so I just want it to kind of come back to me and go, okay, these are the flights for you. This is the accommodation for you based on your past habits, likes, not me have to go to an assistant. Can you do this? Can you go and do that? I just want to be smart enough to feed back and go, hey, if I'm telling that information, you obviously know what I like and into. But it's like, could an IT company own that, right? That's not yours because you know, you don't want to be marketed to because they're going to have your entire, you know, I don't want to plug my medical history in. I want to plug in all my email for the last 10 years. I want to put all my everything receipt because I collect them all, Um, uh, you know, plug it in and learn. I think that would be awesome. And I I think there's a huge amount of challenge there, right? Because there's your, the advertising would be the biggest one because I mean, you know, we roll our eyes now when adverts come on, when they were actually part of kind of normal, you know, before kind of satellite and stuff like that, they were completely normal if you wasn't on BBC one. Um, And I think that, uh, even though that data is technically yours, um, then there's the whole kind of um, piece about, you know, um, technically you were getting a service from other people and, you know, do they want do they want their data to be used and all of that kind of piece. Um, I think it would be incredibly helpful. But then there's also the challenge of what happens if you wanted something different than you've had before. But it's always going to suggest something that's similar or the same. So um, there's the, it's it, it would have to recognize when it wants something new or when you want something new. Um, um, and to try to get, I've, I'm fascinated by things like natural language processing and that kind of communication element, because things like that are just, um, that's like kind of next level. I mean, I say next level, it's been out for ages. Yeah, but it's, um, it's nowhere near at the level you want it, right? Like, like when, when I moved to the UK, I got Elixir, I got, um, Google home, I got five of them in my small apartment. Um, and I'm constantly practicing, you know, using voice commands and stuff, but man, what my mind wants and what I think's possible is like it's it's not even you know it's not even been born yet. I feel like we're at you know I reckon still in uh, gestation phase. I do think you're right, and I think that they, these kind of phases are sometimes the most exciting. I find because then there's the kind of commitment from all of you know everyone trying things out, all the kind of new stuff. But then it's about also sticking with it. I think a lot of people, will, a lot of companies will probably give up, or a lot of people will give up because that's how that's how those kind of things are going to learn how we how we talk. And you know, just me and me and you will talk differently to Alexa. Um, and I find that the biggest problem with Alexa, because I've got a couple of dots, and I've also done a bit of development on Alexa as well and I find it fascinating it's amazing especially the show the echo show 
um, with the UI, which is awesome because then you can develop like different cards and stuff. There's so much potential there. Um, but I think that it's it's having that com- it's about how we manage conversations and silence as well specifically. Um, I don't think it's quite there, and um, and also the fact that if you say one word, you know, incorrectly. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been on like tele like when I've been calling. I think I actually I actually called up HM Revenue and Customs today, and I am not a patient person when I'm. You you would have thought, oh, given your customer service background, Sarah, you would have thought you'd be really friendly. But I would have thought you know, that. I absolutely you, would have. <laughs> you would, right? Um, but the thing is, like, normally I am for the first question. So, you know, the automated person goes, oh, hey, like, how can we help you today? Just say something like, you know, you want help with your tax return or whatever. So you're like, oh, I want to do X. But that's not on the list, right? That's not on their automated lists. Then they just repeat the name. And then that suddenly I just, like, kind of go a little bit nuts. And I'm just like, I just want to talk to someone. And even just something as basic as that, we fail at. So then when you look at things like the conversational AIs or um, the, that kind of piece, we're so far, so far away from making that actual actually work. So how do you find time to get everything done? Like, and just so our listeners have a bit of a feel for what you do, you're the chair of the Dynamics 365 user group. You maintain a relationship with a lot of cats. You have a husband, uh, you work full time and you've just written a book. How do you kind of pack it all in? Wow. Um, sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes I fail so miserably. Um, and it's about keeping plates running, right? So it's about priorities. And, you know, when I say I don't, I am 100% like kind of um, uh, believing of that fact. Sometimes, you know, I do drop the ball on things um, because, you know, I have to prioritize things like my full time job because that's, you know, how I get paid. I can't drop the ball on that. But I, you know, I, I would then have to drop, drop the ball on things like, you know, the UG or books or, you know, I do have to have a very strong priorities list. Um, luckily, things like the UG, um, whilst I'm the chair of it, I, you know, there's an amazing team. Um, and I think as I've got a little bit older, I've, um, I've really realized that, you know, a lot of these community things are very, much about teamwork it's about doing what you're good at and focus and also giving the opportunity to let others do what they're good at as well and um that is very much what we've got in the CRMEG committee I mean it's just growing as well like there's Scotland there's going to be Nottingham and there's there's lots of other kind of growth areas because we can really start otherwise I can stagnate so like kind of otherwise you know I can easily say you know list off all the things I'm doing oh I don't have time to open like kind of you know grow the UG or I don't have time to do x whereas you know if I let other people get involved you know it's it's that's how growth happens happens um but priority if i had to answer that in a very short way short kind of time period it'll have to be prioritized like prioritization um and just to just to also iterate it sounds like I'm, I'm putting software methodologies on my personal life which i probably do but it's about iteration so a lot of people would think oh you know just write a to-do list and, and you're done it's about coming back to your to-do list and saying is this still relevant today um very much so like like what i said at the beginning where you know you find your lists from like five six years ago and you realize really what truly matters mattered um because everything on your list does not matter it's only going to be certain things that kind of bubble up to the surface and it's about recognizing that um and things like the ug i'm so passionate about it's one of my favorite things that i do um and you know the book was something new that was something hugely challenging because it's not like everyone just not like oh you know i'm just going to write a book today it's not something that you do like that and trying to fit that in i mean i didn't blog all year 
I kept my event management up because I love event management. I love doing conferences. So I kind of said to myself, I'm, I'm going to have to drop the ball on blogging. I'm going to have to stop writing, like kind of personally, write for the book. And if I want to make this work. And, you know, there were really difficult times. Like kind of definitely wanted to give up at one point, but it's hard. Let's let's look at some numbers. Oh, first of all, what's the, what's the name of the book? Um, so it's Dynamics 365 Essentials. Dynamics 365 Essentials. Kind of, do you have a feeling of how many hours you invested? Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. I um, I mean, I started in April and I was probably working about four hours a night um, up until last month. So, um, yeah, it's it's quite a lot. I mean, um, there's yeah, there's I mean, it you know, as much I write as much as I talk as well, which is probably quite challenging. Um, so it, it was very hard, the editing process from from my side. So it wasn't the writing that I found difficult. It was actually reading through your own work. That's the big, the hardest thing that I've ever found, um, because you do kind of look at it with, with rose tinted glasses. It's your work. So did you have an editor that worked with you as well? So so A Press did, but um so what um I actually so Scott Scott Giro uh, reviewed it. Um but there is A Press did assign their editor and so I didn't have to worry so much about spelling and you know I mean grammar I used Grammarly so Grammarly is like amazing absolutely if anyone's 100% couldn't live without it. Worth it. it. Um, and we catch it on a discount, right? But um, it's just fantastic. Um, but yeah, so so A Press kind of provided all of that official support. But I was lucky to have Scott there for the book because he, you know, for someone to give me quite honest advice, I needed it. You can't have someone like a yes person reviewing a book. You need someone that that will give you critical feedback. Yeah, and Scott will absolutely do that. You know, in, in the best possible way. He's a great guy in that respect. That's awesome. So listen, we've uh, we've kept out time, and I haven't even got to my list of questions yet. So. Um, but I've, I've always have a few end questions that I that I uh, like to ask, and I think I need to ask you this one because I think the only person I've ever asked it to is Matt Witterman, um, which is, who do you think of when you think of the word punchable? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Be honest. I wanted, to, I wanted to say my husband. <laughs> oh, come on, not Joe, not Joe. Poor Joe. <laughs> I think it's probably because like I'm so neurotic sometimes and I'm so angry but no from punchable wow um that is that's difficult um I think it's do you know what I think it's for me it's me, it's a metaphorical answer so for me people who say no to me I want to punch so um you know it's people that are blockers and and I've I I try and in my career especially kind of empowering people either who haven't got experience or confidence I have um not that I've got a huge amount of experience but um, like compared to some people who've got like 20 years experience but from my side of things you know it's about when people say no to me I just see red I kind of you know that's not a, not a cool thing to say so I think you know anyone that normally says that to me I normally definitely want to punch nice nice good answer um what? not my husband Jen, yeah, though. I should have yeah. gone with that first right <laughs> <laughs> poor Joe poor Joe he's gonna listen to this and just be like, yeah what? <laughs> exactly exactly what do people never ask you that you wish they did oh that's a weird question um uh I don't know actually um because people ask me like maybe like if you know what sometimes I want people to ask me what vegetable I would be yeah I ask that quite a lot and and sometimes I'm just like you know what just just ask me you know what what what, (laughs) what vegetable would you like to be um today um (laughs) I like it today (laughs) today I reckon asparagus 
Do you, know, do you know what though? I'm not a huge fan of asparagus. I think it's because it's quite like it's quite firm, and I don't really like kind of. I think I'll be peas. I think I'll be peas today because I love how they're like they're a little bit like water, aren't they? I know that they're not water, but you know they're very moldable. They're very you know you can put them in a cup, you can put them on a plate, you can put them in a salad, and you can put them in like lunch salad. Peas and potatoes. Mm, mm. Yeah, for sure. So I think yeah, that's totally the question that I want to be asked regularly on a daily basis. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, thanks for coming on the show. Before you go, where's the best place for people to like find your book or if they want to chat with you online, what's your Twitter handle, things like that? So my Twitter handle is at Dynamic3. No, it's not. I should really change it to at see <laughs> In my brain, it's like Dynamic365. It's Dynamic CRM Cat. Um, that is my Twitter handle. Um, you're welcome to look on Dynamics Communities, so the CRMUG.com slash UK um, webpage. So that is all of the uh, Dynamics user group in the UK where you can find all of our meetings. You can find my details on there. You can find my email on there. Um, and obviously, I'm quite responsive on Twitter, to be honest. And for the book, um, so if you just uh, put Dynamics 365 in Amazon, you'll find my book on there as well. And it's also uh, linked on my on my blog, which is crm.fuelbysleep.com. Hey, thanks for listening. This is one of the three shows I produce on the Business Application Podcast. Please check out the other three, the Dynamics 365 show, the, this one, the MVP show, and the new Power 365 show. Let me know what you think. Full show notes can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 45. Uh, see you next week.